Spring deals at Ross will have you saying, it's a yes for me. Say yes to trending looks like tube tops, dad shorts, and mini skirts for less than online, or vintage tees and beach shorts for a weekend getaway. With all the styles to choose from, there's a yes around every corner. Because saving money and looking good is what you do. It's a yes for you and your bank account. Hit up Ross for your certified yes for me moment. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. Did you see? I just recently revealed the cover of my upcoming book, Own Your Every Day, and I cannot wait for you to check it out. You want to hear something super cool? Inc. Magazine named it a top nine book to read to be a better person in 2019, and it's been called The Girlfriend's Guide to a Purpose-Driven Life by Professionals in the Publishing World. Casual, right? (laughs) Personally, I wrote it to serve as a tool and a resource for the woman chasing after something more even if she's not quite sure what that something more is, and who's also trying to find purpose and contentment where she is with what she has before she figures it all out. Sound like you? It releases on May 14th, but it's available for pre-order right now. Sister, this is not a drill. I repeat, this is not a drill. If you want to get your hands on this book, just go to jordanleedooley.com slash book to check it out, learn more, and order a copy for yourself and maybe 142 of your friends. I'd be totally fine with that. (laughs) Seriously, I cannot wait to get this in your hands on May 14th. It is going to be a game changer. You're listening to She with Jordan Lee Dooley, a personal development podcast for the everyday woman. Come invited, leave ignited. Here's your host, Jordan Lee Dooley. So today you get to hear from a special guest and new friend of mine, Erin Opria. Erin is a celebrity trainer, author, and former U.S. Marine, and she serves as the personal trainer to some of the fittest names in music, including Carrie Underwood, Kelsey Ballerini, Casey Musgraves, Lindsay L., and many more. A nine-year veteran to the U.S. Marine Corps, Opria made history when she was appointed to lead the first female platoon attached to the infantry in a war zone. The fitness expert also serves on People's Health Squad, and her calorie-torching workouts have been featured on Good Morning America and E!, as well as in Women's Health, Self, Vogue, Glamour, and more. It's safe to say girlfriend knows what she's talking about. (laughs) Her revolutionary fitness and nutrition guide, the 4x4 diet, is also available now. And today, you get to hear from her and get to know her. And I'm telling you, she's going to challenge you, motivate you, and her passion and energy is probably going to fire you up too. And I think you're going to love her as much as I do. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Erin Opria. Erin, thank you so much for being on the show. I am stoked to have you here, my friend. Oh, thanks for having me. 
Absolutely. It is an honor. I would love before we even dive into everything, I'm sure just all the wisdom and amazing info and advice and everything you're going to share. I would love if we can just kind of jump back in time a little bit. And I want to hear just a little bit more of your story. I would love if you can share just to, you know, um, give some context, the background and how you got to where you are now. You've had quite the, quite the adventure in the fitness world and I'm sure also in life. And I would just love to hear a little bit of that story. Yes. Um, I, I feel like I've lived like two separate lives in my life. I'm like, wow, that was my life back in the day. <laughs> so I got certified to train when I was 18. And then I was like, oh, look at this whole Marine Corps thing. They get to go camping all the time. That looks like fun. I'm going to join the Marines. And I was like, I'm going to do it. And everyone's like, no, you can't do it. And I was like, yeah, watch me. So I went and signed up one day. And then I was in the Marine Corps for nine years. I did uh, two years in Iraq. Wow. And um, had two kids while I was in the Marine Corps. I was married. And then um, my second tour, so I was there for day one of the war. And when we went in, I sat in Kuwait for a while, went in on day one in Iraq. And then did convoy security, so I was a turret gunner then, on my first deployment. Then my second deployment... I was in Fallujah in Iraq, and I led the first uh, all-female, well, the first female platoon to ever be formed in the Marine Corps, as well as being the first female to ever be attached to infantry, but also to be attached to infantry in a war zone. Wow. So it was pretty cool. It was a good experience. I wouldn't say it was easy. It was a lot of work, but it was really, it was really uh, eye-opening, and I learned a lot. Yeah, I mean, I, I was imagine. in a position way above my pay grade, and I learned a ton I mean, I was in meetings every day, debriefing, like, generals and stuff like that. Big, big dogs. Yeah. And so I just learned so much about myself and life. And, you know, it's just, uh, I feel like every step of my life has gotten me to where I am today. It's taught me so much. So I got out, and I was like, I'm going right back into fitness. And Mm -hmm. so I've been training since then. Wow. And I feel like I've had, like, two whole separate worlds in my life. Like, I think about war. I was like, wow, did I really go? Like, that was like, mm. that doesn't even seem real. Mm. But I did. And now I get to do this job. Yeah. I, like, I had the best careers ever, both <laughs> of them. I feel really lucky. I, I, I mean, I wouldn't say either one of the jobs are easy, but both of them have amazing, amazing um, learning experiences, lots of fun times, lots of challenging times. I mean, sure. but I feel blessed. I feel super, super lucky to be able to do what I'm passionate about it's in both careers. incredible. And it was so awesome. I think, like you said, so different. So, so different. But both really serving people, impacting people, you know, just and they're both so challenging I'm like you are not you know you're a tough cookie (laughs) I'm like dang I am just impressed I love it um I would love to hear how did how did it transition you know how did you know tour time after the marines how did that transition into fitness like if it was was it always like you said I think you mentioned it was always something that you were interested in because now you're really in the fitness world and you know that's quite the different uh, just different extremes. So what was that transition like? And what was the, what was there a moment that was like, I'm going to go for this. This is why I'm, this is my why. This is why I'm transitioning into fitness. Is it because of the training you did or? So I was certified before I went in. So when I got out, I was like, well, what else would I do besides fitness? Cause that's my only other love. 
Gotcha. Like, not my only, but sure. that was my other passion. I love the military, and then I love fitness. So I was like, what else would I do besides train? Sure. And so while I was trying to build that business, I was like, well, I can't make ends meet, obviously. Um, so I cleaned, I started a house cleaning business, and I cleaned houses. Mm-hmm. And I did that for about a year. And uh, so I would train as many hours as I had. I'd go clean houses until my kids got out of school, and then I was home for them, and then we did soccer. And that was kind of my routine. I was like, mm-hmm. I will clean and do whatever I have to do until I build this business where I can solely survive on just training because hmm. I want to do so bad. I love that drive and, and just the and willingness. It worked. I mean, it wasn't easy. Yeah, yeah. But I feel, I feel like it, you, know, you put the work in. And so, so then I've been in fitness since then. Yeah. And it grew. Sure. Overnight, like, people like, how did that happen so fast? I was like, so fast. <laughs> What are you talking about? You're like, I've been Whoa. here for years. But people see the end. They, I know, right? People just see the end portion. They forget that there's a huge journey that went mm, into it. Yeah. I think that's so good to point out because it's so easy to see someone's middle or someone's end and, you know, think, oh my gosh, how'd you do that so quickly? And you're like, no, there's so much unseen and behind the scenes and hard decisions and, you know, hustle and time and energy and all of this stuff that really goes into, then there's things that start budding beneath, you know, above the surface, but all that like just root system that you were building beneath the surface and the drive and the dedication and the consistency. And I love that you even said, I want this to become what I do. But I know in the beginning, realistically, it may not be able to fund what I need it to fund. So I'm going to take, instead of just saying, oh, it's not realistic and stopping, finding an alternative option to support that early on and then stepping into it slowly but surely and just staying consistent and staying steadfast. I think we especially, I don't know if you've ever noticed or observed this, but sometimes I feel like we live in such a culture of instant gratification that we feel like, oh, it hasn't worked in the first few months. I'm over it. You know, we miss the patience. And I just love that story. I think it, it just speaks to how important that really, really is and how life-changing it can be if we can stick things out and find ways to make things work. Yes. And you know what? I want people to realize that, was it easy? No. Did I want to quit sometimes? Yes. I feel like Anytime you're following your passion, you have your own dream of building whatever it might be, mm-hmm. you're going to have highs, and then you're going to have such lows. And mm-hmm. on those lows, all you want to do is give up. Mm-hmm. It's those lows that you have to push through that's going to drive the success. So true. And there, I mean, I've had so many of them. I've made so many mistakes along the way. There's no rule book. I mean, I wish there was a textbook that taught me everything I need to know, but there isn't. And mm-hmm. so you learn so much along the way. You just have to try to say, this is the journey. Mm-hmm. There's no perfect path. Yeah. It's not always you know, linear. <laughs> for what you want to do. Yeah. No, it's a, it, I mean, I've made so many mistakes, and I learned from each one of them. I'm like, well, I won't do that one again. That was dumb. Right, right. And so what, I think if you keep great. doing it, you're just learning. Mm-hmm. You're not failing. <laughs> um, no, I think that's great. There you go. So I good. I feel like every successful person has been through so many failures before they succeed. Oh, Absolutely. I think that's like training. I, I think in some ways it's like that's what strengthens, not your, you know, necessarily your physical <laughs> muscles, but yeah, it makes you fit in other areas of life and how you make decisions and all of that. And even sp- thinking about decisions, you know, you obviously made some big life decisions from entering the Marine Corps to serving for nine years and then stopping that and stepping into fitness and then, you know, choosing to step into these, you know, probably spaces you never anticipated stepping into within, you know, training celebrities. And I'm curious, this is kind of shifting gears, but I think it's really in line with some of the things we're talking about. Um, what would you say, you have obviously made some of these big decisions, what would be your top 
priorities. What is the the why behind that? What I like to do is I get a dream. You know, mm-hmm. I see a dream or a vision in my head, and I have another one going on right now. And I'm like, so I see this, and I let it build in my head. And not, I might not talk to anybody about it, but it's going on in my head. And then all of a sudden, one day, I pull a trigger. Mm-hmm. And this is where people think it happens overnight, too, because I pull a trigger and I go. Hmm. And once I go, there's no turning back. And I complete whatever the task is. It might take a year, but there's my brain doesn't ever shut off. It's like hyper-focused like you wouldn't believe. I relate to that. It's like when I decided to write a book, I'm like, okay. I sat on it, sat on it, sat on it. And then when it was go time, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like full night. It's, it's going to be completed. And it's going to be completed to the best of my ability because <laughs> I am a perfectionist. That is... So I just relate to that so much. (laughs) I am like over here, like uh, we have the same brain. I totally relate to that. I constantly am told, you know, the second you get an idea and the second you have a time to go on it, it's like everybody watch out because we are just driving forward. (laughs) We are making things happen and nothing's going to stop it. I totally relate. Oh, that's great. Well, that's super interesting. I, I, I love your energy and just your zest for life and the go after and get after it mentality. I think we, the patience and the get after, I think what's so fun is and, and, and interesting and encouraging is the balance. Like you get the idea and you sit on it and you think on it and you discern it. And if it's what you're, you know, you're like, this is it. This is what I'm going to do you move and you don't stop. And I think that's, and I think that that is so hard. The two things I think that inspire me about that and that I think are so important to pick up is first thing is the importance of patience, like we talked about. Um, and until it's really the right time or, you know, as you continue slow steps, one at a time, steadfast, keep walking. But I think the second thing about that is the, I'm going to keep persevering and make it happen. I think we can sometimes be faced with our first sense of opposition or our first maybe critique or our first failure and think, oh, forget it. I can't do this. And so I think that that blend of drive and intentionality and perseverance, but also discernment and patience is so critical to walking in the in the dream that we really want to live out and that we've seen for ourselves and that we've been able to envision and those things that have been put on our heart. And I just think hearing that is so important and pivotal, especially in our culture of, you know, Instagram or it didn't happen and instant gratification. And yes. Yes. Well, th- okay. Let's relate that to fitness for a second, because I think, you know, obviously that's your area of expertise. And I think even within your field, not only when it comes to chasing your dreams and building this business and this fitness training business, but I'm sure also that's kind of the process when it's, when it comes to getting in shape, when it comes to fitness, when it comes to health and wellness, nothing is like, you know, changed overnight and nothing's a quick fix. And I'm sure you can speak to that um, in the same way. So true. I mean, I always say, guys, you have to enjoy the journey. Mm-hmm. This is this is not a sprint. This is a marathon. Mm. The weight didn't happen overnight. It doesn't come off overnight. Just let your body enjoy the marathon. You're going to have highs. You're going to have lows. You're going to hit bumps in the road. You're going to want to quit. But then you're going to wake up the next day. You're going to get right back on track. Because but the, the biggest thing that in successful people in their fitness journey or their health journey, whatever it is, they have to realize that, okay, you failed. You did horrible. Whatever it was, you ate a whole large pizza. Guess what? The world didn't end. Mm-hmm. The next day is a whole new day. Mm-hmm. So get up to start back on track. Now it's time to change. Don't let one thing lead to the next, lead to the next, lead to the next. And that's where it gets really difficult. So it's like, okay, fall off the bandwagon for a little bit and then get right back on mm-hmm. track. Give yourself some grace and get up. I, I believe in learning to, yeah, I, 
I, I believe in learning to live a healthy, balanced lifestyle forever, not mm-hmm. any kind of quick fix. Mm-hmm. Tell me about the four by four diet and exercise regimen. I'm curious. I want to know what that is. <laughs> so the four by four diet is truly how I live my life every day, but not only how I live my life, it's how I teach my clients to live theirs. Because my clients all have crazy busy schedules on top of their crazy busy schedules. They're on the road. They are in the music industry. What do you think that means? Mm. Drinking. Um, food's not always perfect. And traveling makes things more difficult. So I've come up with a way, and it works for me because I travel a lot too, of how to live a healthy, balanced lifestyle forever without feeling deprived. Mm. Um, and it's something you can take on the road and still do. You mm-hmm. have to make the decision you want to change. And that, that's a, that comes the biggest thing. People are like, oh, I can't do it. I was like, everybody can do it. It's only going to happen when you make the decision that's important enough mm-hmm. to you. We can all make excuses. Drop the excuses, you'll find the results. But it, it seriously is, if I decide I'm going to do it, I'll do it. But if I kind of say, oh, I should do it, I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. That's true. I have that's to true. decide it's truly important enough and the results will come. But you have to be consistent. Right. Consistency. So my, so my book is about the 4 by 4 diet. It's about learning how to do that. But I still want everyone to have fun. I've laid out such a simple plan. So the, the workouts in there, I have it laid out for beginners all the way to advanced. Hmm. And the best thing about it, if you ever have to go to a gym, there are four minutes of auto workouts, which is my favorite. So we turn fitness now into a game. All you do is download a free app. You hit start. It's a 20-second burst of exercise followed by 10 seconds of rest for eight rounds. That doesn't sound so bad. So I tell, I have the beginner program, the intermediate program, and the advanced program. So people are just starting. Hmm. So I teach them how to do basic moves. It's got pictures, all that kind of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing I want people to do, step one, is just move your body. Mm-hmm. Movement, movement, movement. Mm-hmm. That is the key. All day movement. Yes, we can work out for an hour a day, but what do you do the other 23 hours? Just right. move. Our bodies are made to move. The more mm-hmm. we move, the better we feel. The more we sit, the worse it gets. So just move. Mm-hmm. So, like, how often do you go for a walk and say, gosh, I just can't wait for that pizza? Mm-hmm. No, because movement helps break cravings. A lot of people say, it will eat healthy first. I say do both, but sometimes if you just, because if I say eat healthy but you sit and watch TV, it's hard because all you think about when you're watching TV is junk food. Mm-hmm. Well, we're faced with the commercial five million times over that just make you want junk sure. and wine. <laughs> right. And so if you get if you get a, it's so true. But if you get a walk, you're not walking or jump roping or whatever thinking, gosh, that pizza just sounds amazing. Mm. Usually those break cravings. Mm. So you have to change something in your life. You have to change something in your daily routine to make it work. Mm. Like if we sit on the couch at night and you just snack all night, well, Maybe you need to break the couch time and do something different. Okay, friend, we're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors, and then I promise we'll get right back to the content. Shout out to Grove for sponsoring this episode. Did you know 94,000 trees are cut down in the U.S. every day to make toilet paper and paper towels? Stop paying to cut down trees and try seedling. 100% tree-free paper products. Grove Collaborative is the B Corporation that is changing the world with its beautiful and sustainable natural products like seedling, Grove's toilet paper and tissues that are made from bamboo and sugarcane. Seedling is a practical solution to one of the world's biggest environmental problems, deforestation. But it's not just paper products. 
From its refillable glass soap dispensers to the awesome wool dryer balls that last for over 1,000 loads, and I mean, I don't need to buy dryer sheets anymore, Grove designs truly awesome and innovative products from the ground up. Hands down, Grove makes and carries the best natural product. Each one is vetted to be the most effective, sustainable, natural product out there. Not a single product on its website can be tested on animals. And with its price matching and 100% happiness guarantee, Grove makes it easy to get the best natural deals delivered right to your door. On top of their own really innovative products like Seedling, Grove also carries a bunch of other natural brands we were already using at home. They are my one-stop shop for all of my household pet and personal care staples. Plus, life is easier and cheaper when I shop with Grove. Shopping with Grove, I can auto-schedule shipments, customize my basket, and even text a real person to get product recommendations. With price matching, I know I'm getting the best deal out there. It even beats other online retailers. When I got my first shipment of Grove, I was hooked, and I know if you try it, you will be too. If you haven't already tried Grove, you need to shop today before this deal runs out. For a limited amount of time, my listeners who sign up get an amazing free 30-day supply of seedling, Grove's tree-free paper towels, toilet paper, and tissues, plus a free 60-day VIP membership and a surprise bonus gift just for you when you sign up and place an order of $20 or more. Check out Grove and our special offer at grove.co slash she. That's grove.co slash she. Well, you, you know, looking at just your whole story and everything that you've done and the book you've written and everything else, you know, you also have a pretty impressive roster of clients, like you said, from Carrie Underwood to Kelsey Ballerini. I mean, legs for days, right? Um, They, but they also have such busy schedules with touring, as you pointed out. And I want to touch on that because a lot of my listeners are students. They are, you know, women starting out in the workforce, young moms, young wives, and also with very little time. So I guess my question for you with that and kind of roping that back in is what is your advice on working out with either little to no equipment or very limited time? Or, you know, if you're like, I just feel awkward when I work out. Um, Is there a particular area that you would suggest? Oh, I mean, I am awkward when I work out. But (laughs) um, is there a particular area that you would suggest starting with? Like cardio, weights, like start ending with? Is there any kind of like... Here's for someone who's super busy, doesn't have a lot of time, maybe not even all that experience, but just wants to, like you said, move their body. What would be a very simple place for them to start? Okay, so the biggest thing, people say, I don't have an hour to work out. Well, that's normal because a lot of us, I don't have an hour to usually work out straight. It's very Mm -hmm. rare that I have an hour just to go to the gym. Mm -hmm. Actually, I don't. I never get to go. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's what I was saying. Those Tabatas are great. You put your kids down for a nap, you knock out a couple, you get up in the morning, you do one Tabata. One four-minute workout, get that heart rate pump and burn out the legs real quick. And then later on in the day, I mean, ideally, if you could, if you can find, in my book, the workouts are about 30 minutes, 25, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. If you can find the time to do it all at once, great. But if not, break it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do them in the airport. So you guys traveling, there's no excuses. I take my jump rope to the airport. So instead <laughs> of sitting there, you can either go for a walk. Mm-hmm. And people take pictures of me all the time. That's what I have time to do, so I'm fitting it in where you can. Did you know you're at the airport for an hour? Why not jump rope? Mm-hmm. Why not go for a walk? Why not do lunges? Mm-hmm. You might not want to do push-ups because people don't want to put their hands on the ground, but I don't mm-hmm. really care because I can go wash them. <laughs> um, That's true. There are some things people in bother. <laughs> It's the same thing like college kids. You have a class, and then you might have a 30-minute gap, and you're probably tired. Um, 
you probably need to study. You don't want to study because you're tired. If you do a quick four-minute Tabata or a couple-minute jump rope, guess what you're going to do? You're going to have energy. And then you can do some of your studying, go back to your next class. And you knock out a little workout, and you got studying in. Because mm-hmm. it's going to wake you up. Because after lunch, what does everybody want to do? Mm-hmm. We all want to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. It's like that lunchtime sluggish. If you'll just go for like an afternoon walk or some kind of movement, mm-hmm. you'll realize how much energy you have. Because energy stirs more energy. Yeah. Or movement stirs more energy. Sorry, I yeah. said that wrong. So the more you move, you're, the more energy you're going to have. At first, like, there's so many days that I just want to go to sleep. And I was like, if you just start moving there, you're going to feel better. Mm. And it's 100% true. Mm. I mean, it's, you don't walk and think, oh, I just want to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. It wakes you up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You might the first minute or so, but you'll wake up. Mm-hmm. So all these moms and college students out there that when they're done with it, they just want to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. If they'll do some kind of movement, they'll realize how much energy they have. And beat you. Hmm. Everyone should be drinking beet juice. That's the number one energy source for me. Really? It's Even though I, see, I think it tastes like dirt, oh, though. Yeah. Are you judging me because I think it tastes like dirt? <laughs> I have such a hard time. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. So many people say that, but the beet juice that I make doesn't taste like dirt because I have lemon and ginger. Oh. Like even my kids who hate beet say it doesn't. It tastes like an off lemonade. That's what it's described as. It tastes like lemon. So lemon oh. takes the power of the flavor. The beet sweeten the lemons, and the ginger gives it a kick. So like if you went to Whole Foods, you can buy beet sugar. There's actually, I mean, beets are a sweetener. Oh. If, if you drink them by yourself, beet juice itself is pretty gross. I don't like it either. Yeah. But I take uh, beets, lemon, and ginger is what I juice. And then I store them in these little three-ounce mason jar containers in our fridge. We always have them stacked up. And I take a shot in the morning after breakfast. If I do it on an empty stomach, my belly hurts. Yeah. Um, it ditched my husband and I, so I, I usually advise people to put some food in their belly first. Mm. And then I take it an hour before my workout. That's why I never get winded. So uh, I take them on the road with me. I pack a Yeti cooler. Oh, I put my check-in bag smart. and I take my own beet juice. Smart. Never and, even thought um, of that. But it's great. I take so much food on the road. Like, we're going to L.A. next week for a week, and I'm taking all my food. Can you teach me um, that? Like, I need oh. to learn how to do that. <laughs> I'm like, I'll uh, just... Not only do you save a ton of money, yeah. you save a ton of calories. Totally. Oh, my gosh. A ton. But does it take yeah. a ton of prep time? I'm, I think uh, that's my biggest thing is I'm like, that just seems like a lot of work. I mean, I'm the queen of laziness <laughs> when it comes to anything in the kitchen. I hate everything in the kitchen. Hmm. Um, and so, no, it does not take a lot of time. If it took a lot of time, I promise I wouldn't do it. Well, that's good to know. That's but if I go to a local juice place out of town, mm-hmm. um, the juice that I would say three ounces, I order three ounces of beet juice, one ounce of lemon and ginger. Okay. That's what I ordered at. But we'll give you, we'll send you the recipe. Okay. That sounds great. I think that'll be a great little tool and that sounds super practical and helpful. It's probably beats a lot of caffeine and everything that we can sometimes put in our bodies. Yeah. But not only that, it, rest, it will drop your resting heart rate too. Oh, Oh, wait, my husband just sent me the recipe. You ready for it? I'm ready for it. Huh. You heard me talking. It is uh, four bundles of beets, five lemons, and three inches of, two to three inches of ginger, depending on how much kick you want. Okay. And you just juice all that this together, right? Juice it all together and pour it in. I just got a juicer, and I'm trying to be fancy and use it. So that's what I'm going to make first. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love it. That's great. There you go. That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. I love it. That's great. We'll definitely put that in the show notes, too, just so everyone can can check that out and make some beet juice and tag us so we can see your beet juice. I think that's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I love seeing it, too. I get tagged a lot. 
But, I mean, there's so many other benefits. It drops your, uh, it dropped my resting heart rate in a two week time. I was doing two shots a day. My resting heart rate dropped 10 numbers. And my no way. Went down three minutes. What? Yeah. It's pretty insane. That's yeah. like, it's like magic. Okay. We're definitely so trying this. I will plug my body. nose so I don't taste it and I will. <laughs> no, no, no. That's great. No, I'm not going to taste it. It's going to taste like lemon. Do yeah. you like lemonade? I can handle some lemonade. Yeah. Okay. Think, you're I think not going to hate it. Okay. <laughs> like everyone is surprised when they take it. But uh-huh. make sure when you're buying your lemons that they have a little squish to them. They're not like a rock. Okay. You want them to have a little squish to get more squish. juice out of them. Okay. Good to know. Squishy lemons. Got it. <laughs> um, not, not squishy. They just a little, little squish. Just a little squish. A little squish. Got it. We don't want moldy lemons either. <laughs> moldy lemons in our beet juice. Oh my gosh. Everyone's going to be like. <laughs> that'd be delicious. That's, that'd be great. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you before I forget, what is the, you mentioned um, the four minute, do you call it a bravado or what did you call it? It's a, is it like a four minute hit or what was the word you used? Bravada. Okay. B-A-B-A-T-A. What does that mean? It's like my best friend. I love it. It's that four minute workout. Oh, so, okay. But it's, uh, and, but it doesn't always have to be like burpees and things like that. Mm-hmm. You can do it with weight training. I do a lot with weight training. I've seen such changes in my clients' bodies with Tabatas. And everybody loves it because it's a game. When you, I feel like if you can turn fitness into a game, the attention span is there for longer. It makes people want to do it. It's like a race against the clock. Okay. Because if you tell you, it's only 20-second burst of exercise, you're like, I can do anything for 20 seconds. Right. Except you're actually in the middle, and you're like, it's the longest 20 seconds right. of my life. Right, But if you put on some good music, yeah. and I mean, then it's not so bad. I always play Pandora and Nelly stations. <laughs> That'll Nelly. pump you up. That'll pump you up. And uh, it's so fun. So, so is it fun. one move, or is it multiple moves? That's what I'm not getting. Is it one move for four minutes, or are you doing multiple moves, and you're doing it for the span of four minutes? So it all depends. Like, in my book, that's why I have it broken down. Okay. If you're advanced, you can do, like, eight rounds of push-ups. But most people can't do that. I mean, realistically, I most people cannot do eight <laughs> rounds of push-ups. Nope. So you can do I mean, that's normal. So, like, an intermediate would be two exercises in each Tabata. So you would be doing each thing for four rounds. In a beginner, you do four exercises. So each exercise only does twice. So it makes it a little bit easier. Okay. Got it. Okay. And then the it makes sense. So the more times that you're doing the same move, the more you're really working that specific muscle group or that that specific focus, right? Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. So yeah. the more that you do it, the more intense it is. Yes. And they burn like you wouldn't believe if you do it correctly. But the most important thing on that is to have perfect form. I'm a form hacker outer. I want perfect form in everybody's workout. I cannot stand when people do it wrong because they're going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. So you only do the number you can do with perfect form. Okay. That's a good piece of advice. So I don't want you just flopping your body around. <laughs> if you're doing curls, I want nice controlled curls where you're focusing on the squeeze. The squeeze of the muscles where you get the most out of working out. Right. Not just, I can, I can just swing my arms up and down, but until I really isolate and think, okay, Aaron, squeeze your biceps, squeeze, squeeze. Mm-hmm. It makes a world of difference. I can make my biceps sore with zero weight just by focusing on squeezing that muscle. That's crazy. I need to stop flopping my body around and I need to work on some form. <laughs> I think that's so such a good way I mean, of putting it. When we're doing all of our bootylicious workouts. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're going on our hands and knees and squeezing our butts. I love doing stuff like that. You cannot be flopping around. 
That's great. Well, no, you're right. Most people just swing their legs after. I'm like, you're forgetting the best part. Squeeze it, squeeze it. Yeah. My husband played college football and then a little bit of professional football. And so he, you know, got a lot of that weight training and everything. And I'm like still over here with my, like my seven pound dumbbells. I'm, I'm fine, but you know, we're working up and he's, he's always like helping me like fix my elbow and he just knows his stuff. And sometimes I'm like, I am so awkward, but we're working on it. We're making progress. <laughs> we're up to seven pounds there from you five. Go. So go you know what? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. No, that's good. And I think that is important for the sake of he's even your cheerleader. Yes. And not even just, I think I love what you pointed out, how Form is important, not just for the workout specifically and isolating that spot, but on top of that to prevent injury because it can be easy to kind of skimp out. Like when I'm not with someone, I, I worry, and I'll confess this, I worry less about form because no one else is with me or watching. But if I am with him or I'm, you know, with a friend working out, I'm much more likely to really focus on the movement. And so just the accountability of it's not just of how you look like, you know, you look less awkward when your form's good, but you also are preventing injury. Um, I think that keeping that in mind will help me be more consistent. So thanks for that. (laughs) Um, but kind of going, yeah, going off that, um, what would you say about how can we, I know we, I know working out, especially when it's like, okay, I feel awkward or I don't have time or I'm not in shape yet. So I feel like I'm just kind of working up towards it. How can we shift our mindset from, I have to work out to really viewing it with more gratitude. Like what would, what would you say is a healthy way or a simple step we can take to maybe shift the way we view working out or a, maybe a perspective that can, we oh, can adopt? That's, that's a great question. Yeah. So the number one thing I tell people is we are blessed with bodies that move. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are people that would kill to be able to work out, mm-hmm. to be able to move their bodies. Whether they don't, you know, they've had unfortunate health issues or they've lost limbs. Hmm. Be blessed. I mean, you are blessed. Use what you've got. God has given you this amazing body to use. Hmm. Don't let it just sit and go to waste. Mm-hmm. Use it. Be thankful. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a celebration every time we work out. We're celebrating the fact that we have a body that works. Hmm. That's good. And you can Celebrate. really feel don't it. Take it for, don't take it. Yes. Enjoy it. I mean, mm-hmm. and movement. If you're doing something you absolutely hate, then try doing something else. There's like a million different workout mm-hmm. things that you can do that makes you happy because what makes me happy might not make you happy. Now, mm-hmm. if you came to one of my events, it would make you happy because <laughs> everybody's smiling when we work out. It really is. They're like a workout party. And That's I do awesome. virtual training classes. So all these people that are beginners that, that um, need help with form too, not just beginners, but advanced everybody. Mm-hmm. So my virtual training classes, I teach everyone how to work out with perfect form, but we make it a fun class. It's like a party in your own living room mm, with me. I love that. And so I critique everybody's form. So mm. everyone's just seeing me, but I see all of them. Mm. And I tell them, hey, Betty, your knee's going forward too much. Shift your weight. Sit mm. up taller. Lean forward just a little bit. Pull your shoulders back. You know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I, so I feel like beginners, like something like that would be good. But it's also for advanced, intermediate. It's for everyone. So I show mm. all different levels of fitness on there, how to change things up. But yeah, I feel like the biggest thing is just to celebrate your body mm-hmm. that we've been given. And you know what? If you have injuries or you have, like, I've been down with knee surgeries from soccer, mm-hmm. but I still had three-quarters of my body that was good, so the rest of my body could play. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you, you might have hurt your ankle, but your upper body is still good, so it's your core, so have some fun with it. Sure, sure. I think that's good, and I think even, you know, we think sometimes workout and we think pain, right? We think, like, it's hard, it's a challenge, and I think what... 
I love what you're saying is that attitude of, okay, but at least you can feel that. At least you, you know, whatever area that you're able to work, right? Maybe you have an, a leg that you can't work right now or one of those kind of things that are a limitation. Even with limitations, how can we be creative and creatively celebrate that? And even when it burns and even when it hurts and even when those 20 seconds seem like the longest 20 seconds of our lives thinking, you know, really learning to shift our mindset and think, well, this is actually a blessing. Uh, this is a temple that I get to steward, right? And really remembering the fact that I can even feel that it's burning is actually a blessing. I think sometimes we think of that as like punishment. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, wait a second. No, that means something's working and that's good. And it keeps, I think that mindset can be so, so helpful. Absolutely. It's good. Yeah, because, I mean, our health can be taken away from us at any moment. Mm -hmm. So enjoy the fact that you have it. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have it, work towards getting the best health that you can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one thing money cannot buy your health. Money can't buy, money cannot buy that. You have to work for it. That's good. That's so enjoy true. what you have mm -hmm. while you have it. And when you lose it, work towards getting back and do the best that you can. Mm -hmm. Never give up. That's good. That's good. Well, that leads into my next question super well. I know we're kind of going long on time here and I don't want to take too much of your time, but um, I think I just kind of want to end with maybe a little piece of advice or encouraging word. I know you've dished out so much advice and ideas and encouragement and tips, but I guess very specifically, do you have a piece of advice that you would give a woman or a young girl starting out in her fitness journey and then also maybe for the girl who's a bit more experienced? So somebody just starting out, I would say the first thing, go get, well, don't get my book because I can teach you all the basics to get you to where you can still love life while trying to work through your journey. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'd say get a fitness tracker, whether it be an Apple Watch, a Fitbit, use your phone as your fitness tracker, or all of our phones counter steps. And just start moving. Start shooting for 10,000 steps because you'll realize how much better you feel when you do that. And that will push you to the next thing. Like my mom, she's been following my book since August. Hmm. I've been trying forever to get her to do it. She's not doing the workout portion, but she's playing my step back game. I'll tell you a little bit more about that. But she's playing my step back game, and she is so it's just walking, and mm -hmm. she's eating out of my book, and she's lost 81 pounds. Wow. wow. Go, Mom. It's like, I'm like, please, Mom. I know it makes me, like, beyond happy. I'm like, please, Mom, just, just move. Just mm -hmm. move. So that, I mean, the biggest thing you can do is, I said that's baby stuff. Start there. We're going to just start walking. We're going to start walking. Mm -hmm. We're going to start eating healthier. And cut out starches at night. And step one, cut out starches at night. Hmm. That's in my book, too. That's the rule number one for eating. But if you just do that, I'm not saying don't eat starches all day because I don't feel like that's realistic. Starches mm -hmm. are our energy source. So eat them early in the day when you have time to burn them. Mm -hmm. Cut them out at night when we're going to chill. Mm -hmm. That's good. Easy. Super practical. Because I'm not telling you don't eat carbs. Right. Right. So practical, like cauliflower pizza. I mean, there is this one cauliflower pizza that has six carbs for the whole crust. No, not all cauliflower crusts are equal, create equal. I know I went off like <laughs> your question. But I'm That's saying, okay. Like, for example, the cauliflower crust is, I mean, it is so good. I would eat them every single night. They're I have so had good. them, and, and I actually carbs. really do like them, and I didn't think I would. And you know what, but a lot of them have still like up near the 20 to 30 carbs per serving. Really? You've got to watch out because some of them are actually, yes. Yeah. Oh. Most of them are not good. They only have a small portion of cauliflower and they can call them cauliflower pizzas. So make sure you read the food label because that can get on everything, but really on the cauliflower crust, most of them have way too many carbs. And if I'm going to get that many carbs, I'm not eating it in cauliflower. I'm going to get a regular pizza. Right. <laughs> right. Let's just go for the good so stuff. Right. There's this one brand that. Yeah, there's this one brand that only has six carbs. If you order their light one on their website, 
It is unbelievable. My kids are obsessed. My son took them to college with them. Really? Okay, he we're going to have to find what that friends. is, too, because these are all great hacks. <laughs> I love it. It's so easy. It's, it's called cauliflower, like C-A-L-I. Okay. F-L-O-U-R, cauliflower foods. Good. Dot com. Good to know. Okay. They're delicious. We're going to check that out. <laughs> that is a brand everybody should check out. One of my favorites. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that little tip. So back to, so it's simple changes like that, going to zucchini noodles instead of pasta, um, that will really, small changes that will have large impacts on your journey. Hmm. So when you're a beginner, start doing things like that and start moving. And then as you move, you'll start feeling like, okay, now I'm ready to do the weight training. Mm-hmm. If you do the weight training right away, that's even better. But if not, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Don't beat yourself up. You're doing step one. Mm-hmm. And for the advanced people that are on this journey, I say, hey, keep pushing it. Mm-hmm. Keep keep doing something every day to better yourself. Every day, try to challenge yourself a little bit more in your routine. And yes, you're probably going to have days that you eat horrible, whatever that might be, a bunch of ice cream. But even on those days, don't beat yourself up over it. The a lot of people that are in the advanced category, they really are hard, so hard on themselves because they have a cheat meal. And I'm like, look, it's a lifestyle. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, the world didn't end because you ate ice cream tonight, I mm-hmm. promise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also say, when you cheat, cheat in moderation. It's not a free-for-all. That pizza is going to be there next week. You don't have to eat the whole large pizza at one time. We are not on a food shortage. Hmm. Get yeah. a little, enjoy a piece, maybe two pieces, call it good, push it away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit of discipline. Because, again, yeah. So when you cheat, eat, eat what you want, mm-hmm. uh, whatever food you've been craving, but you don't have to eat in abundance because it's there next week mm-hmm. and the week after. Mm-hmm. We're very lucky. Mm-hmm. We do not have any kind of food stores here in America, so we have plenty. Mm-hmm. I think you don't you're, have to eat it all at one time, but it's easy to do. You're right there. You're right on too with grace and discipline. I feel like you have a really healthy balanced approach to that because I think we can sometimes teeter one, two, we can either become ex- obsessive, like you said, they're really hard on themselves. And I've been in that place before during, you know, times in my fitness journey that I've been just, I can, you can almost become so obsessive that you miss the like joy of it and you miss the gift of it and you turn it into a punishment or you turn it into, it's no longer just a healthy lifestyle. It becomes an obsession and that can be very dangerous and harmful. And so, you know, having the will, the will, Willingness to give yourself a little bit of grace and be a human, not a machine, right? But also having a little bit of discipline alongside that to counteract, you know, then tipping completely to the other end of the spectrum and just completely giving up when we have a backslide or we just say, you know what, I'm going to give myself a little bit of a little freedom tonight, you know, or whatever. And so I think that is so healthy, but it can sometimes be something we forget. So that's so good. And I can relate to being in the beginner spot and I can relate to being in a place where I was so hard on myself that it almost was more harmful than it was doing good, you know? Because you just freak out over everything mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. I've been there too. Mm-hmm. I've been in the anorexic spot where I went anorexic when I was younger. I mean, I've been through it all too. Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks it's easy for me. It's not easy for me. Mm-hmm. I've what been was, there. How did you come out of that? Um, I know this is going a different direction a little bit, but I'm curious. What was the... What was the how did I come out of that? So I was 18. Okay. And um, I was 18. And my mom was going to put me in a hospital. Hmm. And so at that point, I was like, okay, hmm. I have two choices. I'm either going to change or hmm. I'm going to be in a hospital for this. Hmm. And so I just made the decision. I know it's not that easy for everybody. Mm-hmm. I made that decision to change. And I have a very, 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 very strong mind hmm. once I make decisions. Hmm. Um, and so I was able to change it. 
I know that that's not, that's not what I'm saying. If you decide to change, you can change it. No, I know that that's not the case for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So I highly advise anyone going through it to go seek some help Mm -hmm. that it's just not worth living that way. Mm -hmm. There is nothing joyful about that or any kind of eating disorder. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's not, life is, we're supposed to be here to have fun, do something productive in our life, help people. Mm -hmm. And constantly worrying about stuff like that, it's not worth it. Mm -hmm. It's it's not a way to live. And so I just highly advise everyone that's going through that just to go seek some help Mm -hmm. and know that they're worth more than a number on a scale. Mm. A number on a scale does not dictate your life. Mm Mm-hmm. So good. If I went by my number on the scale, I'd be pretty sad. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it's we're more than a number. Yeah. And so many women obsess over the number. I tell my clients, don't weigh yourself. It doesn't matter. Just go mm-hmm. buy your clothes. Who cares what that number is? Mm-hmm. That's good. The only thing that asks you how much you weigh usually is your driver's license. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Right. And nobody should see that because those pictures, at least no. for me, are scary. <laughs> We'll keep those uh, tucked in the wallet and only for when I get pulled over. <laughs> That's good. Uh, well, Aaron, thank you so much for not only your time and wisdom and just pieces of advice and the beet juice that's probably going to revolutionize my life and many people's lives, um, but also just for opening up about your journey from the Marines to struggles with eating disorders and just really opening your heart to us. I know it's going to encourage and really just bless so many people. It really means a lot. Awesome. Thanks for having me. It's really great talking to you guys. And I hope in some way I can help somebody along their journey to make the change to make the best them. Uh, Me too. And I'm sure you already have. Where can everybody find you? Where can they learn more about what you do and the resources you have? You know what? The best thing is on my Instagram. That's where I really put my heart and soul and try to share as much as I can share. It's where I give little workouts. So Instagram, Facebook, um, Erin Opria, and it's spelled O P. R-E-A. So Aaron Oprah on Instagram or Facebook, and uh, I will help everyone along the journey. That's my passion is to help people make the best, be the best version of themselves and to not try to be somebody else. Mm, so good. Because we're not. No two people are the same. That would be boring. Absolutely. I love it. Well, we'll make sure we tag Aaron in the show notes and, uh, yeah, go give her a follow and check out all the free resources she's got available on her Instagram. And also go check out her oh. book because that could be really helpful too. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate you guys. Absolutely. We appreciate you as well. We'll talk soon. Sounds good. Bye. If you liked today's episode, would you consider leaving a review in the podcast app or wherever you listen? If this show has helped you grow into the she you were made to be at all, taking 0.3 seconds to leave a review would mean the world. This helps the show grow so I can keep researching, creating, and providing new content to help you make your life better every single week. If you leave a review, be sure to share a screenshot of it on your Instagram story and tag me so that I can personally thank you. Thanks so much, sister friend. You are the best. To learn more about the She Podcast or to get involved in Jordan's growing community, visit jordanleedooley.com. This show is a part of the Lasting Media Network and produced by John Fender, Jason Barrett, and Jonas Litton with the help of Jackson Willis. Visit LastingMediaGroup.com to learn more. Thanks for joining in today. Until next time, remain committed to intentional choices that refine your heart, faith, health, and work because your story is much too important to settle for anything less. In a fast-paced world, 
Every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.